Hello everyone, this is the TYG and Friends Show, a show where we'll be focusing on trending topics in Nigeria and all of Africa. To support this show, kindly like, follow, and rate the show as well to make it easier for all other listeners to find us. Thank you very much. What up, what up? Hey guys, how's everything going? Welcome to another edition of TYG and Friends. This is your boy, that Yoruba guy. And today I'll be talking with my friend, Chinemere, aka Mr. Chi. How's it going, buddy? I'm great. How are you? Everything is good, man. So, um, I just wanted to see if we can talk about a few things. Today we're going to be talking about um, your experience with you know recording music and everything like that and we're also going to be talking about boxing as well as well as talking about um racism in general so there's a topic that i was hoping we can touch on i saw a a funny post of this guy that um was racially discriminated at work and also racially discriminated in the uh, at the bank. So we're gonna get to that in a minute. But first of all, I want to ask you, for you know, as someone who's good at recording, I've just started podcasting. What advice can you give me? As I can call you a pro, right? Yeah. If you, yeah. If you, if that's what you see me as. <laughs> okay, I don't see you as a pro, but should I give me advice? <laughs> nice one, bro. Anyway, uh, as you said. Um, I'm actually a musician mm. and uh, I've been playing my main instrument is the piano and I've been playing for a while. You play now. for like nine years, don't be modest. Ah, over ten years. Over actually. ten years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So the recording, I'm actually pretty new to recording. I work with an actually a guy that's been doing it for about 15 years. So wow. yeah. So for for your setup, I think you have all you need to start. Like you have a very good microphone, you have a good laptop. Yeah, by, by good microphone, he means I have a Yeti blue this is this is high grade man so it, let's not just call it microphone this is high grade it's good for podcasts you can't compare it to my this recording guy has, this guy has like high grade so like we're on a different level well <laughs> podcasting you make music <laughs> yes we produce right you won't you won't compare the equipment right true, true. but with what you what you do this is great actually i thanks, can give thanks. you uh, the only thing I see that is missing here is an audio interface. You did mention that, yeah. Yeah, because right now you're using your computer sound card. Mm-hmm. And I think an audio interface would do you better because you're going to... It's, it's specifically meant for audio, right? Mm-hmm. Interfacing it into from your vocal into your computer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's built solely for that. Whereas you're using the sound card of your computer. Oh, so I'm relying on... You're relying on, on this. It's not... It's okay for a start, but mm-hmm. I think eventually... I think for... I think what I'm going to do now... More. What I'm going to do now is I'll try and... Um, I'll try and see if I can order one. I really... So I'm actually very curious to see what the difference will, will look like. But I know I've gotten some feedbacks from some of the followers of TYG and friends that have said um, we're hearing some background noises. Um, sometimes voice goes in and out. So I'm really curious to see how I can um, find a, a remedy to that kind of problem. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Like if you have a good door and you have, uh, when I say door, I mean 
uh digital audio workstation right okay i i, I believe that's what it is yeah, yeah. but uh, you can actually kind of take out those voices like when you do the mixing and everything you can mm. actually mix and take those out another thing you can do you can get a shield as well we uh like it, it's like a sound boot that okay. they have you have the mobile ones the small ones you can have it uh, around your mic right okay. and so the that next, way there's no yes there yeah is... i think i think that's i think that's for the future because right now what i'm looking for is one of, one of those um condenser mics that yes. gives that only accepts voice coming from the front of it so you need directional directional yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i mean right so they only i've i've looked on amazon to see if i can find a few good ones so like it picks up sound only from the front of it so which means it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, as background noises would interfere with what i'm saying yes uh it's good but another thing you have to like good sound treatments yeah like in your the room your yeah. recording room yeah to be sincere and listen to your stuff like i'm really impressed with what you've done yeah what you were able to record with just Thanks, a mic man. from your sound card i would yeah. say is pretty good man for what you recorded just using a sound card appreciate that right so uh you don't seriously you don't need a lot for this and yeah. as i said you don't need to pour so much you, so much money right now mm, yeah i always say when you're buying make sure you buy quality equipment okay. right okay don't try to go cheap if you go cheap, that's actually that's actually my that's actually my policy when it comes to things like this where i don't want to spend 20 bucks because i'm gonna get quality but quality that won't last long yes right? before you buy something and then it starts break i would rather save up some money and buy a good product yes but my concern like i told you earlier on was i fear that it will take away from what i see podcasting to be right yes. so which, which is i just carry my laptop my microphone and go where i want to go i'm able to travel to different places talk to different because i have friends all around the world yes. right i want to be able to travel to where they are have a quick chat with them without carrying heavy luggage well everywhere think, think about it this way we are in the era that everything is made portable right yeah you can put your microphone your uh your laptop or let's say your audio interface is not big you don't need the big you need at least two or four channels yeah i would say two channels like would be good for what you what your setup right because i'll mostly be doing yes like one-on-one -on -one like one-on-one -on -one, right just to have extra is there is there an right? adapter that helps to extend so that maybe one one uh plug gives access to maybe two inputs yes they have some of the but i usually don't like using all those other i usually if does I it want, interfere with the sound or sometimes because it's, it's just like wiring if you're joining uh if you take a uh, xlr and male and female and join and uh, connect somewhere by the time you get the quality of the sound it's not as, as good as, going. as it's going okay yeah it's not as good as if you use one straight line okay. going from there to the input right okay so yeah it's for me with what you have right now yeah like once you get your audio interface i think you're set you're good excellent to go. excellent thanks man so we're gonna take a short break and when we come back we'll talk more about um we, we were talking about this before the uh, before we got on uh before we started recording but we're going to talk about boxing and state of boxing our opinions as you know fans of boxing um and see where that goes okay all right stay tuned guys we'll be right back
welcome back guys and thanks for joining us um so we're just going to talk about a few things that we've been seeing on the news i mean chinamary you're you're a boxing fan, right? Oh yeah, big time. You watch you watch a lot of boxing, right? Yep. Okay, so like what what what, what is your what is your take on the state of boxing right now? Especially with um AJ and Wilder, because they look like they're the next people to go at it. Um probably this year. I don't know if they said they've booked a they've scheduled a fight for this year. At first, we just have to follow up with the Wilder Fury fight because mm-hmm. I think that's a big fight now coming up in February 22nd. is a fight to watch. Mm. Uh, my take on that fight is I think uh, I think it's going to be a very tough fight. Uh, uh, Fury is going to outbox Wilder as usual. Yeah, I think they said there's a part two. I'm seeing um, yeah, it's in February. some tweets. Say, oh, yeah, they actually February have yeah, February, yeah. February 22nd. Okay, yeah. So, but like, do you think I don't know why I made that projection that Wilder is gonna go, but because I kind of feel like he 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 has beaten Fury twice now. Actually, if you watch the first fight, yeah, you notice that people debated that one. Fury that, yeah. actually outboxed him. All Wilder did was wait for that one, that yeah. his right hand punch, yeah, that right? knockout, that knockout, knockout punch. punch. Yeah, it depends a lot on knockout punches he, than actual boxing. Um, throughout the game, like I don't think. Do you think? Okay, this is the question I want to ask. Do you think the way uh, AJ fought with uh, Andy Ruiz in the last, in the second uh, mm-hmm. match, do you think Wilder could survive the technique that AJ used in beating Andy Ruiz? Yes, if actually if AJ stays away uh, from Wilder's uh, right hand punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ will succeed, but for Wilder, I don't know. He's a kind of a fighter that I you can't predict, right? Just like his fight with Ortiz, mm. Ortiz outboxed him. If the fight went to decision, Ortiz would have won that fight. Ortiz won the all the rounds until Wilder got the right hand punch, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The same with Fury, he won everything. Mm. Uh, Fury won all the round until mm-hmm. Wilder got the right hand punch right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and after that the decision yes it came out being draw mm-hmm. the fans actually think that fury should have won the fight but you got to give wilder uh you got to give him pros man like just knocking fury down yeah um okay so we have i think we have a guy in this fights we have uh if the nigerian guy i don't know if you know of him anyways but like he's up and coming he's climbing through the ranks mm-hmm. um Right now, I believe he's like. Let me see if I can see his record. He's right up there. I, I don't think he's been knocked out. Anyways, I think he's like ten and oh, 12 and oh, actually. So he hasn't lost. He's been every one of his fights. Actually, ten out of his twelve fights ended up in knockout. What is your like? Do you think someone? I don't know what I used. There was a video I posted on Instagram. <laughs> there was a video I posted on Instagram where this guy walks into the ring with him but i think because they had they didn't have proper they didn't negotiate his uh fees properly um even though they told him that they were going to go on tv i think they ended up the management the boxing promotion companies lied to him that they were not going on tv so when they go on tv they make more money mm-hmm. but i think they lied to him that they were not going on tv and then at the end of the day he ended up i'm going to look up his name down and then he ended up um, the moment he realized that he just waited for the bell to ring. I don't know if in boxing, if you hear the bell ring, that means fight is official. 
right? So which means even if you walk out of the ring, you still make your money. Regardless, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know about it. Okay, no. I was, I was, I was saying the video later on. Like, but like, what do you think? What do you think of this? Now? Have you ever seen this Efia uh, Jagba fight before? Not really, but I've heard a little bit about him. I feel like every boxing fan. I feel like every boxing fan. Yes. In the heavyweights, all we know is AJ, AJ. Wilder, and Fury. Finish. Nobody knows. No, anything. actually, there are other guys. There are people like Dylan White. You have Dylan White True. there too. Wait, wait, isn't Dylan White fighting? I think I saw on the news that he's fighting someone next. Yeah. Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz. Yes. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be a, a tough fight, but I think Andy Ruiz is gonna knock him out. Easily, yeah. Ruiz is a good fighter, like man. Easily, do you know what? Do you know what? Like, I don't know whether you heard that he he fired his manager after that last yes. fight. But you can't. Here are some things that don't make sense about firing your manager. Is how do you fire someone who he wasn't force feeding you? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because Ruiz gained weight mm-hmm. towards the end. Uh, f- sorry, f- um, towards the second match i think he gained about 16 pounds yep you gain 16 pounds you already put yourself at a loss like the moment you do something like that so like how do you then go ahead and say oh you're firing your manager because you lost like that's not his fault actually from what i read it wasn't uh ruiz uh a decision to fire the manager. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a company that is the, his sponsor company. Oh, okay. Since they are, they want to uh, a new start, right? Oh, so okay. they're bringing someone, a new manager, to manage to manage him, him. from okay. uh, from beginning. So his everything is. They just want a new. That start. means that means there's hopes that he'll he'll challenge the title uh, title belt again. I think there's hope, but uh, to be sincere, his old coach, I love that guy, man. With what he did to uh, Anthony Joshua. Do you know that he would have beaten AJ, if not for the technique of pulling away and not? Because I feel like that first fight that AJ had with him, he as he came into the ring assuming I'm going to knock this guy out. Not, Do you understand? Know I like, wouldn't... Uh, sorry, I don't... I disagree a bit with that because if you watch that first fight, yeah, AJ... I was beating Andy Ruiz the first three rounds. Yeah. I, until uh, Andy Ruiz got that punch uh-huh. on the ear. That and then, changed. And then and then that got, changed everything. And you know, there's a, the ear has a lot to do with balance, right? Yeah, yeah. From that punch that he got, that was what destabilized AJ. From the moment I've watched recaps on it, there's mm-hmm. been commentary on it. Mm-hmm. From that punch in the ear, Andy, uh, Anthony Joshua was never the same. Mm. He tried to stand on his feet, but you could see he was... He wasn't there. He mm. wasn't there. Even after he was knocked down three tries, Joshua wanted to go as... As a great fighter, he wanted to keep on going. The referee had to stop it. Mm. The referee stopped the fight. He took it. Joshua wanted to continue going. That's true. That's right? True. Yeah. But if you think about it, if he continued, the referee did the right thing because if Joshua continued in that fight, there might not be Joshua today. He might be a dead guy. Because. Mm. <laughs> and the Ruiz punches. Yeah. Apart from it, like a lot of guys have. We've lost a lot of guys in the past. Even just yeah. last year, three guys died, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. From just simple punch yeah. so that's true so um so yeah we're gonna take a short break now and when we come back we'll talk about more things that we uh were reading on the news stay tuned guys
Welcome back guys. So we're still here with uh, Chinamarian and there's something else I wanted to discuss with you. Um, so I know you're not a big social media guy, um, but there was a trending story about this Detroit man that was that filed a lawsuit against his company for um, racial discrimination and won that, 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 that lawsuit. And there was, I think he got compensated about a hundred thousand dollars, something like that. So, dude takes the money to the bank to cash it in, and the bank, the assistant bank manager, calls the police, suspecting that he's a yahoo yahoo boy. And guess what? Guy calls his lawyer to sue the bank again, and I'm like, this is probably the best story I've heard this week. If, I, if that kind of thing happened to you, what would you do? Man, I, <clears throat> I would do the same thing the guy did, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in that situation, actually. Wait, racially discriminated? Oh, yeah. In the bank? Yes. Actually, that's why I left one of the big banks here. Are you, wait, 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 wait. Yep. I didn't even know about this, though. For real? Know? I didn't yeah. know. No, you've never told me this When uh, When I got married, really, yeah. I remember uh, having some money sent to me, mm. to the bank with my parents. Yeah. So we're about moving. I, I had a large sum of money in the bank, about 10 grand. Mm. So I went down to the bank to withdraw it with my wife, being mm. a Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I got to the bank, uh, I went in, had my ID, everything, my account. Mm -hmm. I went in there with to withdraw the money. I didn't want thing, I wanted just four grand from it. So when I went there, they said no. They said no. Yep. For have, your own money. For my money, I have to sign a lot of papers and to show that it's mine. That you're the one. It's, don't they just normally need don't they just normally need a an ID. An ID just to prove yeah. that you're the but, one. Because that's your account, basically. Yes, but that is not the funny part of it. The funny part of it is that I came back to the van. I spoke with my wife about it. My wife went in with my card inside the same bank and swiped the card and spoke to them that she wants to withdraw money. So for so for those of you who don't know, Chinemere's wife is a white lady who um, you guys have been married now for about seven, eight years. No, nine years. Nine years, sorry. Now. And she walks into the bank Yes. And was able to take the money that they said no to you for. Yes. In my own account. In your own account. Not her. She so just, she's going in as, this as is my wife. wife. This is, this is, this, yeah. this, I'm, I'm the wife of this person. Yes. She came with an ID and they asked for ID. She showed the ID. It has the last name there, right? They gave us, she withdrew the money. My, went, my wife went crazy on these ladies, man. <laughs> I'm serious. She was like, uh, I well, I started seeing people gathering in the uh, in the bank. Yeah. I then left the car and came inside there. I was like, what's going on? I realized, yeah. uh -huh, yeah. I realized that they gave my wife the money. My wife was now very, very angry, angry that why would they be doing that because so because he's an african that they refuse to yeah but they let her take the money from my account yeah just that she showed the id did that they did they ask her to sign any documents nope. nothing all she needed to show was her was driver's right. license the same thing i presented i presented my driver's license hmm. but and that is my not my wife's account now how, we have a joint account now how long ago was this this was uh 2011 Oh, 2011. Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, do you think the topic of racism 
is discussed as it should be in Canada. Because every time every time we read the topic of racism in the news, we see as Canadians, anyways, we see more of US stories. Yes. Do you think because there's something I've always been saying? I always I, I forgot who I was having this conversation with, and I said in Canada, I may be wrong, but I've been here now for over a decade and I haven't seen anyone that is a representation of for the black community. No. Do you understand what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's no representation for the black community. There's no one <laughs> that's the, I, I mean for the for the brown so by brown in Canada is predominantly African. Indians. Okay. Indian mm-hmm. Indians uh, and but for the black community because we face different challenges yes we like do. whether people like to admit or not like our oh, challenges are different and anybody else could have walked into the bank and not have to deal with the nonsense yes like how to deal with so we don't have so like it, it, an incident like that <laughs> elsewhere they would have anywhere else they would have someone say this happened and that company that bank needs to be penalized so that other banks get the message Yes, uh, that's where this guy you mentioned now comes to play. He he took it further, right? Mm. He sued the bank, but in my case, mm. I didn't. All right, uh, we just left the bank. The mm. bank manager, it, it, the bank manager got involved. In the, the did, people, they, did they apologize? They apologized. They wanted to give sovereigns, and we said no. We just left the bank and moved to another bank. Wow. That was our end with that. It's a very well-known bank. Uh, good bank. Uh, I've used them. I used them since I came to Canada. From the moment I came into Canada, that was the first bank I used. Mm. They were good up until that, right? That moment, I don't know yeah. whether they think that because we are Africans, we can't afford a lot of things, right? Mm. They don't think we can have such amount in our country. You, know, you know the funny thing? Like, when it comes to this topic of racism, what I've come to understand is everyone messes up on almost the same level. Yep. Do you understand what I mean? Like, if I'm looking at any race, if I'm looking at the brown brown people, um, I'm looking at black people, I'm looking at white people, um, I don't care what race you are, there is a similar amount of mess up. But, like, I've always wondered, I think the question that I'll always ask myself is, why is the few mess ups mm-hmm. of the black of black people sort of so highlighted that it sometimes overshadows the good things that we do i mean there's so in canada alone we have some of the highest rates of educated people yes. in the black community yeah we're talking about the people who are small business owners big business owners we're talking about um people who uh who have this history of wealth in mm-hmm. in this country we have that section in the black community but i'm always wondering why canada not just canada anyways but like why the world oftentimes perceives they take on the negative over the positive why is the world we live in right there is like the news if the new in the news all you see is always the bad you don't always see the good it's Mm. it's hard to see the good right Mm. human beings like they enjoy watching the bad like those bad so and the news they are capitalizing on it is Just like if you go to, like, if you see all these commercials, they always show Africa mm-hmm. as a very And it's only one side of it. All one side. They don't show they don't the show beautiful everything. part you know of what, it. You know one thing someone said? You know one thing someone said one time? They were like, um, if you're talking to someone, if you, let's say you're dating someone, 
they oftentimes believe the negatives yep. more than the positives. That is so true. you can tell someone, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you say it like a million times um, in a year. But the one time you yeah. said something that you shouldn't have said, that's and you apologize for it, and you apologize, no matter how many times you apologize for it, that sticks harder. I think it's just our human nature. Yeah, like it is. No, it I is. think. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I understand that, but I think the reason why it's always puzzling to me is, I don't know why. I don't know. Why I'm asking the question, but I'm always. I'm always. There's this part of my. Um, it's part of me that keeps wondering if there's an answer somewhere where I don't still have so like the more i think about it the more i'm just wondering hmm is there a reason why we just want to believe more of the negatives than the positive well it always gets back to the following <laughs> word at the end that's the truth yeah that's right? true though yeah but the the whole uh, racism stuff yes is a lot in other countries like in the u.s europe uh, europe is so bad right mm-hmm. In Canada as a country, I love this country. I love yes. this country too. I'll give, I love I'll give it. Canada. I'll give like I've been to many countries. I've lived in France. I've lived in UK. Um, I've traveled to different countries around Europe. Um, <clears throat> and one thing I can I can I, I have to give Canada some credit because in Canada what we have is I think into our uh, it's sort of tailored into our system where there's. The, they have to give room to minorities to succeed. Like you have to, you know, this loan, this business bank stuff. Mm-hmm. If you had escalated this issue the way I would have, if I were in your shoes, are you kidding me? I will sue them for a million dollars. You try that nonsense around me, I will you sue you. So systems like that help erase all this nonsense yes, over time. But one thing I found with Canada, I mean, the, most of the racism I've seen is. Uh, out of ignorance, right? Mm. Uh, most of the people here are not educated about it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember because when, we're not many. Yes, I remember when I came to Canada, uh, when I was going to university, I was the first African in my department mm. since 1986. And oh, this wow. was, yes, the first African in the department since 1986. And this was uh, in 2007 mm. when I came to 2008 when I was in the school year. Yeah. So the students then used to ask me a lot about Africa. They were like, "Is it true? Really true that there are mm. uh, kangaroo? Nah, not kangaroos. Like there are elephants, elephants and lions. lions. Uh, is it like a flamestone? Yeah. They didn't know. Like uh, at first they used to make you it as. You At first, they used right, to yeah. make it as jokes. Yeah. And I would be like, oh, they'll be like, oh, are you going to the cave? I'm like, uh, I'm like, you don't know, do you? Have you ever been out? We Maybe have mansions. Many, we many, have of, mansions. many of them have never left that small They've not town. left this province. So when I started showing them pictures of where I came from, where I grew up, they couldn't believe it. And those guys till today, most of them are my best friends. Even right now, 10, 13 years later, we are still best, best of friends. Now we yeah. talk because i educated them on what they needed to know about africa and You're i can right. see that lady think people a lot of people thinking that that oh africa there's no money because of what social media put out no, there i think it's not just social media it's what the media and the media you know, as a, as, you know as a whole puts put out, there. out there that's this is why messaging is so powerful like this is why like i think you're absolutely right i think you pretty much nailed it it's it's educating people because um I think I do this thing at work too, where I'm always thinking, I'm always, I always have my, I always have this question where I go, if I go, 
into a gathering of white folks, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time before someone says something that they ought not to say, something mm-hmm. very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I give them, I usually, in my head, I'm usually like five days max. This person is going to say something very inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually right. I'm really wrong. I've actually been wrong in one instance mm-hmm. where I was working on the project um, not too far from here. So, like, and, and it's usually, but the thing is, it's usually mm-hmm. an opportunity. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for educate people because yes. what because if you if we're being honest like I'm not trying to give excuses for ignorance mm-hmm. but I feel like sometimes when people don't have any sort of uh, reference yes to what true. they are saying chances of making those kind of mistakes is much higher right yeah you're gonna say something and then when you see a lot of them that have gone to africa they really yeah. appreciate when they see us they appreciate us they're like oh these guys you guys why are you in this country right, right? yeah like our country is blessed our we africa as a continent is blessed mm-hmm. like uh nigeria ghana other countries as as countries are blessed right mm-hmm. the only thing killing us is the government and mm. we as individuals we always blame everything on the government right we africans we have to it's 50 50. It's 50 50. We, Life has we have our it's part. 50 50. There's no, you can't, I, you know, I, um, there was a documentary on Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. before RP to Anthony Bourdain. There was a time when uh, he did a show in, in Lagos and the woman said, um, so he was asking her about what. Uh, why are Nigerians or other Africans perceived, you know, possibly perceived negatively or something like that? Something, something along those lines. And our response stood out where she said, "We would not be respected abroad until we make our home country respectable." Yes. And that comment. So I'm paraphrasing what she said, basically. But what she's saying, in essence, is you will not be respected until people know wow where you come from is dope man like yes. where you come from is a beautiful country and because of that they give you all the respect you understand what i mean like we've been to your we've been to your state we've been to your country i really loved it so that automatically gives that person a sense of respect mm-hmm. for you That's that true. is hard for them like you know you know i think i think that kind of makes me understand why people say go back to your country yeah because you don't say to somebody who has a who has a better country than you. That is true. You don't say it to somebody who, like, you just know that if they go back to their country, they'll be in a much better place. So you are just like, oh, please stay here. Maybe you can make what I have like what you have, mm-hmm. or similar to what you have. That's you true. You understand what I mean? And so that's why I can. So that's why I'm actually saying that. Look, it's 50-50. Like we can't keep saying government, government, yes. government. Like there were times when that you can play that card, but I think we will kind of pass that. But when I see people. Nigerians always say don't don't blame them for you know the conditions because the voting system is so rigged that you know the government themselves put who they want into power. Yes, that's true. You know, I've heard of I've read of not just read but like heard first from you know first hand source of people who were told not to run for that office because they have somebody in mind for that office. Is yeah. that how an election should go? You know, imagine you have all the good intentions in this world, but they're like, no, you're, uh, we don't want you there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will put you somewhere else. But there's this guy who will help us funnel cash. 
and that's who we're going to put in first. There is a big difference, though, between those guys. Like, the same thing you're explaining now is happening in this part of the world, right? But there's a... Well, not at that scale. Yes, but there's a and, big difference. And there, is, and there is a sense of we have... Accountability. Not just accountability, but we have a mission. We have a goal. Yes, that's where I was going to. They might go about it their own way. Yes. And you know, mind you, it's a cultural thing. No, not, not, not a cultural, but it's a tribal thing for people here. Mm-hmm. As if you watch the US elections too, it's a tribal thing. Republicans think they can do something this way. Yes. I can achieve this goal this way. Democrats feel they can achieve the goal this way. Mm-hmm. Nobody is trying to think, how do I achieve the goal but benefit me? Yes. Do you understand no, what I'm saying? Think about it too. Like, uh, I, I still think they think that. No, no, they think that, but not on the same why, scale. Why is like, uh, people always look at it like the politics is rosy in this part of the world? Is mm. because these guys are still, they are doing their own crimes, like we are doing, our gov- governors and presidents are, are doing back home, yeah. right? But the difference is that they are doing something that you can see. Yeah. When you come to, you will see that they are doing something that you can see. They are doing something for the people. Mm-hmm. Even though they are doing things to benefit themselves too. But they are doing something that the people, that is benefiting the, the people. The people. So everybody wins. Be- yeah. wins. But when it comes to ours, our own leaders, it's more like you are doing more things. Like I'm packing for myself. Yeah. I'm packing for my me and my family. Yeah. The people can do what they want. Yeah. And this is and and, and just so just so it doesn't sound like we're being vague on this topic, I um there's a uh, I've forgotten what the name of this uh, page on Instagram budget I uh, budget uh, budget budget on on Twitter. I followed that. I followed them, and I recommend that all all of you listening right now go on Twitter and follow them. Budget. So what they do is they basically keep the government accountable. What they do is they look at every project that that the Senate says they're going to fund every... So they pretty much post them and say, hey, governor, hey, senator, you said you were going to do this project, but we've gone to inspect it and it doesn't look like it's done. Yeah. Is it that they they update update the public that it's not been done or the project was done and it was done terribly. One of the ones that stood out recently that they posted was how someone... They constructed a road, but they didn't put any drainage lines. Uh, on the side or they constructed the road but they, but, they, but they spent the cheapest possible amount so the road wasn't as thick enough mm-hmm. to sustain uh, both dry season and, and rainy season so when we're talking about corruption is sometimes with Nigeria is um, when we say we're not uh, we're not there is a sense that we're not even if because if we're not we're not trying to get our government officials to do the right thing because sometimes when i see us praising these same government officials that do these terrible things mm-hmm. i'm like i'm just shaking my head i'm going we're missing the point but the good we're the, missing the, the main thing is that nobody is help is holding them accountable that's the, like that's at, the yeah. at least with this part if it's just like a couple of people that have laundered money mm-hmm. they called them out yeah they did something they took them out from their position like more than like a couple of our other. previous our previous premiere yeah like i think she spent about fifty thousand dollars on a foreign trip to australia also and that they was enough to, to almost kick her out of office yeah she didn't, she didn't want to run for re-election and they have to pay back and, she, yeah, and you have to pay back but because ours you're accountable to taxpayers we see our leaders in africa are embezzling money and and laundry money and we still we know they are doing it we, there's a lot of proofs 
and we are doing nothing about it. Mm. Right? We are doing nothing about it. We will still bring those same people back in. Mm. Right? Yeah. So he's, this is a big topic. Like, oh, we're talking about bringing them back in. Do you know that I posted something about James Sibori of Delta State? <laughs> yes. So I think I've told you this one before where he, uh, he after he was released from uh the uk released him to nigeria i think he came back to nigeria and he went back to delta state and people were praising him and i posted this picture i was like this is something i don't get how is it that the proof is laid out for you guys to see that this guy embezzled so much he was building mansions in the uk he was buying cars that some people would never see in there they will never be able to go into in in their lifetime but yet he comes back and people are saying he's the best governor that the state has ever seen and i'm like that's not the point the point is your money because it's literally their money because otherwise why are people vandalizing pipelines why are people trying to sell oil on the black market but you have to look at it this way you i get where they are coming from right mm. you have to look at it this way they don't have a reference point like sometimes True. when you have another a positive reference point then you can you can always go back to okay now based on what they've seen yeah. all the other leaders that have come before after him mm-hmm. he's the best that they've seen so that far. they've seen so even far even though he is just as horrible they want they want him back mm. right and that's the problem we have right yeah so um yeah thanks thanks a lot buddy for for this chat i do really appreciate it so guys uh thanks to you guys as well for listening in and joining us today if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about um you can dm me or post that under the comments for this post on my instagram page um there's so much we can talk about and we can go on and on um for a few more minutes but i know you have a lot of things to do for the rest of the day so yeah thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you guys later on take care bye